The text this evening is found in the book of Acts, the 8th chapter. I'll read verses 26 to 31. Again, that's Acts chapter 8, beginning at verse 26. And the angel of the Lord spake unto Philip, saying, Arise, and go toward the south, unto the way that goeth down from Jerusalem unto Gaza, which is desert. And he arose and went, and behold, a man of Ethiopia, an eunuch of great authority under Candace, queen of the Ethiopians, who had the charge of all her treasure and had come to Jerusalem for to worship, was returning and sitting in his chariot read Isaiah the prophet. Then the spirit said unto Philip, Go near and join thyself to this chariot. And Philip ran thither to him and heard him read the prophet Isaiah and said, Understandest thou what thou readest? And he said, How can I, except some man should guide me? This Ethiopian eunuch was a a man we read here of great authority. He would have been at that time highly educated, somebody of integrity, of great respect. And you could be sure that words like intelligent, knowledgeable, wise uh, were used by others to describe him. And yet in this account, we find as he read from Isaiah, he just could not understand what it meant. He knew it was important. He knew that it perhaps had a key to making a difference in his life. However, he just couldn't figure it out. When we know that something is important, we've been given something or instructions, and we realize that it's something to be understood, well, being able to know it, to properly understand it, certainly can be the difference between success and failure. But when it comes to the gospel message, understanding it has eternal consequences. It is truly the difference between life and death. Eighty-two years ago, there were a couple of young army privates. They were monitoring a radar system at 702. 2 a.m., they noticed on their oscillator 180 objects. And so they reported this to their commanding officer. The person in charge lacked training, was not very knowledgeable in this new technology, had only been on the job two days, 
And so he told his team, it was called the Intercept Team, don't worry about it. In fact, that's what history records twice. He told them, don't worry about it. And in fact, at 745, he had them shut down one of their primary systems and go to breakfast. Ten minutes later, the attack on Pearl Harbor began. Over 2,400 people lost their life. 19 U.S. naval ships were destroyed or heavily damaged. Unlike the commanding officer, this Ethiopian eunuch realized that what he was reading was just too important to miss. This was something that perhaps he could not even really properly tell somebody how how deeply he felt about it. We would understand that to be Holy Ghost conviction. But this was something that uh, remained unsettled in his heart. And, And he wanted to know what he was reading. Well, when we hunger and thirst for God, for his word, for direction, for his purpose, uh, Psalm 107.9 tells us that God satisfies the longing soul and filleth the hungry soul with goodness. We can understand from that, that that God will go to great lengths to help us. I know that personally when, when the Lord began to speak to my heart, I didn't understand. I just knew that, that God wanted something from me. I experienced that. Being so far away from here and really from understanding the things of God. God will go through great lengths to help us. Luke, who wrote the book of Acts in his gospel in the 15th chapter of that, he said that a good shepherd leaves the 90 and 9 to go and to look for that one lost sheep. And we can see that this is what the Lord used Uh, Philip the evangelist to do. In verse 5 of chapter 8, it says that Philip had gone down to the city of Samaria and there he preached Christ unto them. There was spirit and power upon that message. They believed it. They responded to it. And there was a a great revival there. Many were saved and getting saved. They were transformed. I'm sure it was a wonderful time. But yet in the midst of that, it says the angel of the Lord told him to leave and go to a specific place, a place that the Lord knew that by giving him that instruction that he would know right where it was. It's on the road to the desert that goes from Jerusalem down to Gaza. It's about a hundred mile journey from where he was. 
If he made good time, and I mean he would have to be walking fast, not taking too many breaks, it would have taken at least five days, maybe up to a week. But you know, he didn't debate it. He didn't think, well, I better pray about this. Is this the right thing to do? We have a great revival going here. No. Verse 27 says he arose and he went. I'm not sure how he would have looked when he arrived. That's quite a walk. It's a long journey. But we read here that he arrived to see a a royal official in a chariot. Perhaps he was traveling with an entourage. We, We do not know for sure. But the Spirit instructed him to go near and join thyself to this chariot. Well, how would you respond? Would you be nervous? This is a high official, likely a prince. He's traveling. He's important. How do I enter a conversation? What could I say? How do I introduce myself? To share my testimony? And jump right into the word of God. Well, this gives us a little insight into to something that we need to realize when it when it does come to witnessing. What you find here in this account is what you often find, and that's uh, the Holy Spirit was already paving the way. Uh, the Holy Spirit had already been dealing uh, with this Ethiopian eunuch's heart, and most likely for some time. Philip himself, he was one of those that we find in chapter 6 when the church needed workers. They wanted them to be men of an honest report, full of the Holy Ghost and wisdom. We need seven. And Philip was one of the first names that came to their mind. And we can see in this account that they were right. He was a good man. He was led of the Spirit. Spirit sent him to Samaria. That's what he did. In the midst of a revival, the Spirit told him to go to Gaza. That's what he did. The Spirit told him to go, join yourself to this chariot. That's what he did. So we can see he was tender. He was sensitive. He stayed close to the Lord so he could understand the voice of God. When he drew near to that Ethiopian eunuch, he could hear him reading from the book of Isaiah. And really, he asked him, the perfect question. He said, Understandest thou what thou readest? What a great question. 
This would give Philip insight into where this guy was at. Did he know something about God? Was he already saved? Where where was he in his understanding of the word of God? I suppose it may have initially been even difficult for that great man to to reply, to admit. I'm sure normally he would think he was a quick study. Uh, somebody who who could grasp co- complex things very quickly. Here he was reading this, uh, but he had to tell him, uh, no, I, I, I don't understand. Second Corinthians 2.14 tells us that the natural man receiveth not the things of the Spirit of God, for they are foolishness unto him. Neither can he know them because they are spiritually discerned. If we are not born again, our hearts are in an unregenerate state. They're not able to receive the things of God. And this is what Paul was telling the church in Corinth, that the things of God cannot be understood by our natural senses or by our thinking or our reason. God is a spirit. And those that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. But it has to be God's truth and it has to be something that comes God's way. This Ethiopian eunuch had made a a special trip. It says a a journey to Jerusalem to worship. But yet he was coming back from that, still unable to understand the, the word of God. He needed to be in a right relationship. He needed that proper connection to the Lord. The Ethiopian eunuch again responded to Philip, how can I accept some man should guide me? Uh, that word guide in, in the Greek is an interesting word because it's a, it's a technical word. It, it would mean somebody who is an authoritative teacher. Well, it was God drawing him to salvation. It it takes God to draw us. God was drawing him. And God knew his heart that, that he was trying with all that he had. He understood that this Ethiopian had a, had a cry. I, I need help. When we have a cry from our heart that we need help from God, God will hear that cry. God will take somebody out of a a revival a a long distance away to send them to help. And that's what he did for this uh, Ethiopian eunuch. I I need somebody who who has the proper authority to instruct me. Well, God had the man. So Philip, he listened to what he was reading, Isaiah 53, 7 and 8, 
Luke records it this way. Those scriptures, he said, he was led as a sheep to the slaughter and like a lamb dumb before his shearer, so opened he not his mouth. In his humiliation, his judgment was taken away. And who shall declare his generation for his life is taken from the earth? I wonder when Philip heard that, if he just shouted, hallelujah. What what a setup. That's not a foot in the door. That's a door wide open. The eunuch asked him, is he is the prophet talking about himself or another man? Well, just like he had done uh, to the Samaritans, it said that Philip opened his mouth and began at the same scripture and preached unto him Jesus. Amen. That's what he needed to hear. That was the message. He he had no way to connect it. But God is faithful when, when we're unable to connect the word of God to the need of our heart. God will do it for you. He will. If you're not saved here tonight... You can come to a place of prayer and, and, and you can pray with those that would be happy to pray with you and, and help you to pray and, and answer a question. But God does want to help you. That works for our deeper experiences as well. Well, that Ethiopian eunuch, as they traveled along there as... as Philip opened the scriptures to him. Along the way, there was some water. And the eunuch said to Philip, here's water. What what hinders me to be baptized? Well, Philip wanted to know. We don't just water baptize somebody who wants to be water baptized. No, it's symbolic of of an inward transaction that's already occurred in our heart. Uh, We want to symbolize, maybe he he was there to symbolize to the others in that entourage. But he already realized, God has done something for me. When Philip asked him, do you believe? Yes, I I believe that Jesus is the son of God. Uh, He's done something, he's changed my heart. And I want everyone to know. Oh, the gospel's wonderful. They went down into the water. Philip water baptized them. They came out. Spirit took Philip away. The Ethiopian eunuch wasn't disappointed with that. No, it says he was rejoicing. When you give your heart to the Lord, you'll rejoice. He had that connection. But what do we do once we're connected? Now, I know many of you probably have a smartphone. What do you want from your smartphone? You want it to make phone calls for you? That's it. It can do it. A little bit nicer if it can text. What about emails? Well, that's, that's nice. Driving directions? 
camera, video. It's pretty wonderful. We can read the Bible from it, do our daily devotional with it, and many other things. I don't know what the weather's going to be like tomorrow. Well, it's nice that it, it works and, and, and does everything it is designed to do. And in the same manner, God has designed the gospel to be fully functional. At one time, Philip was like the Ethiopian eunuch. There's one, there was a day that he was on the outside looking in. But then he prayed a prayer. God saved his soul. But he had to continue on. Jesus said, if you continue in my word, then are ye my disciples indeed. Philip continued, he read what he could, he studied, he made prayer a habit. We can see when they looked out among them, Philip was there. If he's in our church, he'd be in the prayer room, he'd be around the altars of prayer, he was there. Immediately they could say, Philip, he's one, he has a testimony, a good testimony. He's filled with the Holy Spirit. Let's use Philip. But we have to realize that there was that point when he was no different than the Ethiopian eunuch. Well, the Lord wants us to continue in his word because he's looking out today among us. Who can be that one that I can say go and they'll go? I can say witness to that person. They're going to witness to them. And I can lead them just like I led Philip. Well, like the Ethiopian eunuch, we are in the right place here tonight. And God wants to hear and answer our prayer and give us those things that we need. But are we going to hunger? Are we going to thirst? Well, if we do that, the Lord has promised to fill us. We're going to have an opportunity to pray. Come forward tonight. The Lord will hear and answer the songs 480.